Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, let's bring in Derek Sardo, host, uh, sorry, president of Rolling Thunder, thunder thunder.ca. Google is claiming that they have discovered quantum computing. What does that mean and cannot solve the climate change problem? Derek is with us now. Derek, I'm sorry that someone started yelling there and, you know. Hey, Ranty. <laughs> I've, I've ranted enough. You rant now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got good news. Quantum physics is wonderful news. So will this help the, the climate change issue? It absolutely will. So yes. what is this? What is quantum computing? So, you know, that's the hardest thing to, to explain. It really is. And it's, and it's an unbelievable how these scientists come up with this stuff. But basically it changes the face of uh, what we traditionally know as computing. Um, you remember back in school when you did the zeros and ones, they were called the binary bits? Yep. Right? So basically, if I break it down, you, you have either a zero or a one in a slot. Quantum computers use metals and they, they super cool them to, to a really crazy degree, low degrees, and what happens is we can get results out of them. So instead of having a bit, we have this thing called a qubit. And instead of having a zero and a one, the qubit can, can solve a zero or a one or both. And so exponentially, we, we create this, uh, this learning power in, in, a, in a qubit. And it's just not a really good topic for radio because it's so hard to, comp- uh, yeah. to, to uh, convey. But the end but, result is higher or bigger, higher, harder, faster. Exactly. But, but our current computers can't do things. We, we have limitations. Right. Um, you know, if I, if I was to give you an example of, uh, I don't know, let's use, uh, let's use uh, playing cards. If I have four cards, uh, um, um, three, are, three are kings and one is a queen. In the binary world, uh, the, uh, the kings are zero, 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 and the uh, queen is a one. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking for that and I have to flip it over, what a computer does, it says, flips over the first one, says, nope, that's not it, nope, that's not it. Mm. On average, it takes two and a half times to find the queen. Right. In, computer, in, in quantum computing, we do that in, a one, in one turn. And so as we add, uh, I think the biggest uh, quantum computer right now is about 60 qubits. Imagine we have, you know, 1,000 qubits. Or, uh, and now we can do things that co- traditional computers couldn't do. Google is claiming they've discovered this. Uh, I believe I saw a report somewhere where, and I may be wrong here, it was IBM that said, no, that can't be done, but we've got one that does this. What, well, can you, they, pr- can they, you prove they, any of this? Yeah, they have. They have proved proven in a, in a formula that they created something that it would take a long time. Now, IBM says, you know, well, we can still do that with traditional computers in about two days, and they did it in seconds. Uh, again, it's not a real-world situation, so it really doesn't help. But the idea of quantum computers is, is there. You know, IBM's been on it for, for decades. Um, Microsoft's been on it for decades. We talked about, we always talk about AI and artificial intelligence and machine learning. Well, that takes it to another level. So when we talk about problems, really, why wouldn't we use the most powerful device, quantum computing, to solve these problems like global warming or or security or, uh, you know, um, uh, fighting diseases? Uh, these These are real problems that we have limitations in our current world when we look at you know, DNA splicing, it's, 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 it's exponential, but there's a, there's a limit to what we can do. With, with quantum computing, the limits go away. 
So we're not really there, but we're getting closer. Mm. We're, we're in the next five years, we're going to see quantum computers that are affordable enough to use for these, for these purposes. But it also is going to bring another challenge, right? Let's take security, for instance. Right now we have, you know, the passwords and how, how strong they're, they're encrypted. Um, it's only going to, if, if somebody has access to one of these yeah. computers, they can break anything just right. like that. Hmm. So it will bring some some challenges to that. As you mentioned, uh, lots of chatter of late about AI, 5G networks. When will this technology start to affect us? So AI is already affecting us. There's no question about that. Uh, But quantum computing, computing, when is that going to affect us? Uh, I I would suggest that we, we, we are two to five years away from having something that's tangible that we can use. Uh, IBM and, and Google and, and uh, Microsoft, they are already using these. And really, if you, if you, I've seen one, basically looks like an old uh, metal test tube with all kinds of wires in it. It is and very bizarre looking. It's really strange. You, you, you wouldn't think it could calculate something, but it can. And, but the problem is it's fragile, so they have to kind of figure out how to make this unfragile uh, so that it works uh, all the time and it works well. But once they figure that out, yeah, it really changes the face of, of computing. And, and things, that, um, things that we were doing before uh, that were challenging are not going to be challenging. I mean, just imagine uh, having uh, the ability to put solving things, that, and not just a computer, but like a billion universes kind of thing. It's, it's just so vast. It's incredible. When will, uh, you know, if you look at now the technology and, and what we can do, uh, you know, they, they often say that there's more technology in a cell phone now than there is in the Apollo rockets that took uh, the astronauts to the moon. How will we see this in everyday life when it so, does appear? So people won't see this right away. I mean, this is not for the average person to, to see. But well, let's take medicine, for instance. We've been trying to solve things like cancers and uh, uh, you, you name you name the disease. Right. You know, we put a lot of math behind that. How does this work? And how how do you know what happens when I introduce this drug? And and so when we do these models, and we can we can do them without limitations. And really, we are limited to the fastest supercomputers that we currently have in our traditional world. Quantum physics changes that. It it is exponentially just massive. I'll, I'll give you a good example. This this is a this is a good example. I'll use the chessboard. You know, uh, when the when chess was invented, it was invented by a, some little serf or something, and he went to the king and he said, "You know, this is a great game." Uh, uh, and the king said, "Well, what do you want for this? I, I want I want to have this game." And he said, "Give me one grain of rice uh, for the first square on the first day, and then and then the second day for the second square, I want double what I had." Well, in in a week, he only has 127 grains of rice, but in a month, he has. He has an incredible amount of rice that he could never eat in his lifetime. Yeah. And then by the end of the chessboard, he's got more than like Everest uh, yeah. in, in, its, in, its, in its form. So uh, that's the kind of crazy exponential we, we have now. But that is our fundamental problem because exponentials eventually stop mm. and, 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 and the calculations blows up. So now with quantum computing, we can look at things like the basis of life. We can go to the ocean floors and, and do calculations we couldn't do before. Google claiming to be responsible and behind this, uh, can, they, can they lay claim to this? Absolutely not. I mean, this is, this is 50 years in the making. Yeah. Uh, the ideas are there. If you look, it's really, 
I, I would suggest that IBM is really the forerunner from this. I mean, back in back in the fifties, and uh, Intel was a, just a massive company with all the world's brains, and that's what they did. So, you know, they've always wanted to do this, and now with our with our current technology stand, we can do these things, and so this is coming to life. So it's nothing new, and and Google, I would I would I would claim that is making that for marketing purposes more than anything. It's a great leap that they've created this uh, this answer to this formula, but it's not real world. Is this technology that companies is this technology that companies will fight over? Absolutely, because um, won't there be patents on all of this? There there will be patents on it. So, uh, but they're all working together. In you know, scientists like that. They they work together. In but companies kind of want to lay claim. So. Uh, you're, you're going to see bits and pieces come together because not everybody feels the same about quantum computers, and they're not all going about it at the same level or or or, uh, or or direction. So the best of those minds should come together, and we create this incredible power for the for the world. And again, I really think it changes our our world. And two things really is medicine and um, and our and our climate, which I won't bring into because you, you'll go <laughs> off on a rant. <laughs> what about automation? And, and you know, we, we we're talking about the next stage for us. We've only got about a minute left. The next stage for us uh, being 5G and such. What what does that do? What does all of this do for automation and self-driving so, vehicles, so autonomous physics vehicles? And, and, and uh, 5G are sort of separated. Well, um, uh, 5G is, is based on, on traditional computers. Right. It doesn't really change us. Where it's going to change us is, is uh, scientific research. That's right. initially going to hit us first. Things we couldn't solve before, we can now use these quantum computers to ask these questions to get real-world answers. It's fascinating. Derek Sardo has been with us, President, Rolling Thunder, thunder.ca, to find out more. Uh, Google claiming they have discovered quantum computing, which can change the way technology functions. Derek, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. My pleasure. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.